0: How do you do Spoken Word family, welcome. If this is your first or your ninth time tuning in, a hearty welcome to you and happy to have you for another episode. This is the Spoken Word and I'm your girl, MGW. What's on my heart for conversation today is an encouragement for someone who is discouraged. It could be professionally, personally, or otherwise, but the encouragement is to try again. As usual, let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this, another opportunity that you have seen fit to give unto us. We thank you that we are still in our right minds. We are on top of our graves. We are able to breathe. We are able to hear. We're able to see. We are able to do in spite of every single thing, and we are grateful. We thank you that even this word that you have prepared for our hearts, that it will be a blessing. These not the mercies we ask. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So again, our discussion point is try again. I would want to think that we've all experienced failure at some point in time or another in our lives, in our walk. For some of us, failure has become like the it has become the mainstay. It is what we are more accustomed to. Failure more than failure more than than achievements, failure more than success and passes. But I want to tell someone, as I'm also encouraging myself to try again, despite all the failures that we would have experienced. We can try again and we can try again and expect success this time, right? I think it is um, Albert Einstein that is credited with this saying that goes that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, but expecting different results. My thing with that in in this setting is so we have been doing whatever the thing is or the things are over and over again and we've been failing but we're doing it again to expect the different result being success so what we're saying is go at it again yes you have been frustrated you're at the point where you know what it doesn't make any sense because i've been doing this countless times i've tried different methods I've tried. I've, I've attempted it at different time of day and the full work, but I am still not yielding success. MGW is saying, "Try again." We 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 are making this pact that we are going to try again at whatever that thing is that has just been failing. And as always, there's always a a biblical encouragement for us because. We believe that the the word of God stands and, you know, heaven and earth will pass away, but the word will stand, that which God has spoken, that which he uses to encourage us, that which is himself, it will stand. And so we're going to look at it from standpoint of being frustrated, saying that, boy, it doesn't make any sense, but you know what? I don't have anything to lose. So maybe with this encouragement, I can try again. And to go to Bible with that, we're going to look at a passage of scripture in Luke 5. So Luke 5 verses 1 through to 7. And I am going to use the message translation for this one. And it says, once when he was standing on the shore of Lake Genesaret, the crowd was pushing in on him to better hear the word of God. He noticed two boats tied up. The fishermen had just left them and were scrubbing their nets. He climbed into the boat that was Simon's and asked him to put out a little from the shore. Sitting there using the boat for a pulpit, he taught the crowd. When he finished teaching, he said to Simon, push out into deep water and let your nets out for a catch. Simon said, Master, We've been fishing hard all night and haven't caught even a minnow. But if you say so, I let out the nets. It was no sooner said than done, a huge haul of fish straining the nets past capacity. They waved to their partners in the other boat to come help them. They filled both boats, nearly swamping them with the catch. That's it. So again, that's Luke 5. From one through to seven. And this, this, this sums up some of our experiences. So here it is that we saw seasoned fishermen. These men were fishermen by trade. I'd want to think that it was passed down through generations. And so they knew this, like they could do fishing in the back from the, as we say, from by the back of our hands or in the, in the, in their sleep. They, they knew it inside out. Clearly, they went out at night because it's an ideal time for fishing. So we saw that they went out. We don't know how many nights prior to this night they went out. But they went out customary. They went out. But this time, there was no catch. Just imagine the frustration. Look at this in terms of the frustration that you are experiencing. You're trying a business. You need to access um, help financially. You're trying to get credit, a line of credit. You're trying to get loans. You're trying to build your capital. And you have been knocking on banks' door. You have been knocking on friends' and family's door. You have been just doing even unconvin- unconventional ways, sorry, just to get that which you want because you have a vision. There is something that you want to do and there's a missing piece. And just as how these fishermen and Simon in particular, because it's stated that Jesus sat in Simon's boat and it meant that even though he would have had a tiring night, a frustrating night, a night of nothing, no haul, which means that maybe there's no food, it's going to impact, you know, what is available for the family and all of that. And even with that frustration, so they were washing their nets, about to go back home, maybe to rest, to come again another night. Then came Jesus on the scene. Crowds were always following him. He decided that he wanted a separation, as this version put it, a pulpit. He wanted an area where he could speak to the people from. And he decided to use Simon's boat. Of all the boats of all the area, he decided to use Simon's boat. Now, this is, this is, this, this could be seen as adding another layer to the frustration, but it clearly spoke to, to Simon's, um, personality and attitude as well. Simon allowed it. Simon did not, he did not say, well, you know, I have to go now. It's not possible. He, Jesus literally asked him to push it out further. He said, push out into deep water and, sorry, sitting there, he climbed into the boat that that was Simon's and asked him to put out a little from the shore, right? So they were already on shore, finished the activity for the night into the morning, a dismal one, another failure, lack, frustration, everything. Jesus came to challenge them to say, You know what? I need to use your boat. So push it out a little further. Simon was obedient to do this. And not only did Jesus use his boat to have his sermon, we don't know how long this sermon was, but imagine a crowd that was there. This could have gone on for some time. And with, and and Simon had to endure all of this. So this is us enduring the processing, seeking approval, Seeking the, 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 the green light, we're at a stoplight and it's as if we are on the red, between the red and the amber and just waiting for that green light to go and it's as if it's never going to change. But an act of obedience, I'd want to say, allowed Simon to get his, his green light. An act of obedience allowed Simon to, to change his, his, his many futile attempts. And it was just one thing, and so this is why I'm saying some of us are at the point where we're saying, "All right, fine, I know this thing inside out, have experience, but all right, I'm off season." I'm thinking Simon was, you know what? I'm the fisherman here. He's not even a fisherman. What does he know about fishing? But I'm the fisherman, I know that I went out into the night and that would have been the ideal time for me to get a catch. Nothing happened, but here he is in the middle of the day, whatever time of day it was, now challenging me to cast my net down. And it takes us back to verse 5. And Simon did say it because Simon, when he told them to, to push out into deep water and to let their nets down for a catch, it didn't make any sense. It didn't make any sense. And sometimes in our frustration, we, we, we don't want to try again or we're saying, but it makes no sense. Like I've done this. I, I know the steps by now. I know the steps to register my business. I know the steps to, to product development. I know, I know what I need. I, I can't tell you with my eyes closed what I need to get off the ground and to get this thing going to go into purpose. And Simon, Simon said it. So while he didn't go back and forth with it, he said it, he he expressed that, you know what? We've done this, we've done this, but he was obedient. So he was at the, all right, fine. What do I have to lose? I have nothing to lose because I know what I'm talking about. I'm the fisherman here, I'm the expert here. And there's nowhere this is going to happen. But Simon got to the point and he said, Master, we've been fishing hard all night and haven't caught even a minnow. Nothing. But if you say so, I let out the nets. Another version say, nevertheless, at your word. Because this is this is no authority. This is an authority speaking, an authority who is able to change the situation. And so if, if the Lord lays on your heart to, you know what? midnight whatever time of day whatever you're doing you may be driving you may be doing the dishes the laundry whatever it is you may be in your quiet moment meditating whatever it is that you're doing and you hear that voice that you identify to be the voice of God telling you to try again it may be a a, a weird time of day It may be on a day that you don't expect to hear, try again. But he's saying, try again. I'm encouraging you to literally do that. Try again. Hit the submit. Hit the submit for the file that you have wondering if I should really submit this application again. I've been denied. How many times? Should I really submit another application? If you hear the voice of God, Be obedient to try again. Simon was obedient to do this, right? And when he did this, it said it was no sooner said than done. That the the, the amount of fish that they caught, the nets were breaking. This was already there. So it's as if that, that, that pool of fish was already there, ready for Simon's net to be cast down it was so much so that he had to alert other fishermen to come and help so what am i saying what are we saying here what he got through this act of obedience to try again it was even greater than what he would have caught in the night if he was successful i want to believe it it was even greater than than few nights of fishing and all of this came simply because he tried again nothing else you know nothing else all he did he was told put out your boat let down your nets out for a catch it wasn't anything unusual it was something that he was even so accustomed and too accustomed to doing and he was just told to do it one more time there's a song that i've been trying to remember And it it keeps slipping me. I'd love to remember that song before we get to the end of of this conversation. But again, just try again. Please, may I beg you? I am asking you, I am pleading with you to try again. Yes, you have failed countless times. You have accepted failure as your name. You've accepted reject as your name. But I'm telling you that your story can change if you just try again. Nothing more than you just trying again. Try again. Now, another story that I want us to look at as we encourage ourselves to try again, to go at this thing again, chip one more time, dig one more time, call one more time, ask one more time, write one more time, yes, you get the point, is to... This one, is, this, this one is for those of us who have been persistent. So we, we, we know that persistence is to just keep trying because it's going to break. But I also know that in this trying again and not seeing the, 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 the break of day as yet, not seeing the green light as yet, then there's also the possibility to get frustrated there's also the possibility to give up. But, um, just, just keep going at it. The minute you, you give up might be the very minute that you're going to get the breakthrough. Can you imagine if you were able to see just how close you were, then I believe that that would be heartbreaking. That would be a hard pill to swallow to know that I was this close. If only I had just put through that call one more time. If only I decided to put my pride aside and ask one more time, pray one more time, just do, just cast the net one more time. Then, you know, my situation was about to turn. And to encourage us from Bible with this one, I'm going to, I'm still staying in the book of Mark, but I'm going over to chapter 18. So chapter 18, verses one through to seven, again, we'll cover it. But this time I'm going to go from the Passion Translation. So here goes. One day Jesus taught the apostles to keep praying and never stop or lose hope. He shared with them this illustration. In a certain town, there was a judge, a thick-skinned and godless man who had no fear of others' opinions. And there was a poor widow in that town who kept pleading with the judge Grant me success and protect me against my oppressor. He ignored her pleas for quite some time, but she kept asking. Eventually, he said to himself, this widow keeps annoying me, demanding her rights, and I'm tired of listening to her. Even though I'm not a religious man and don't care about the opinions of others, I'll just get her off my back by answering her claims for justice and I'll rule in her favor. Then she leave me alone. The Lord continued. Did you hear what the ungodly judge said? That he would answer her persistent request? Don't you know that God, the true judge, will grant justice to all of his chosen ones who cry out to him night and day? He will pour out his spirit upon them. He will not delay to answer you and give you what you ask for. The word of the Lord, Amen, and that can settle it right there. But like we heard just now, so it doesn't matter who it is that we need to keep going at. Once we feel like yes, especially if you know that you are in the situation, as 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 was said, the lady just wanted justice. All she wanted was just justice, and she knew that justice was. Was, 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 was possible through this person. And she, she literally wear him down. Imagine you have been applying for a job and they keep telling you that you don't have any experience. Um, you're not qualified. But something within you is saying, you know what, just send another application. Could it be that just with this level of persistence, a quality, a quality door, not required on paper is going to be revealed to your, to this recruiter. Could it be that you know some, some? The Lord is already preparing this person's heart to say, you know what? Give them a try, give them a shot, give them an opportunity. There's a scripture in Proverbs. I believe it's Proverbs. I'm not remembering the chapter now, but it says. The heart of the king is in the hand of the Lord and he directs it like a water course. When we think about water, water has no shape. But it, it, whatever it is placed in, it takes that shape. And so if you look at king means somebody in, in, in rulership, somebody who, who leads, somebody in high authority. So if you look at it to know that even though this person is leader, even though this person is boss, this person is CEO, this person is president, that God, being God, is able to speak to this person's heart. God is able to channel favor into this person's heart for you. Yes, for you. They're thinking that this is not the standard that I want. This is not the quality that I want. But they recognize that there is something about your, your product offering, there is something about how you present, there's just something about even the very aura that you have, the air about you. And so when the Lord channels that heart, it is not as a, there's a there's a scripture that says that he qualifies the call. So it becomes it becomes that you get this window of opportunity. And you get this window of opportunity through God, not necessarily because of qualification, but because of favor. That favor that is on you, it makes you qualify. It makes you qualify to do what you may not even be able to do on paper, but there is just something that God has placed within you that makes you favorable. So you may be in competition with someone who has so many different qualifications and accolades and title and everything and you are just a mary jane or a tom strokes but the favor of god makes the difference all of this is to say try again go again i like that this 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 last um passage that we looked at in luke 18 it spoke about prayer jesus started out by saying keep praying and never stop or lose hope so this is it this is the fuel behind us behind you trying again this is the fuel behind you literally just brushing yourself off you have fallen so many times again the scripture tells us that the righteous man falls seven times but he gets back up Maybe you're on your fifth, your first, your third, or even your even your seventh time falling. Your, it's like would I say you spread out boof on your face? You fallen flat on your face, but you are encouraged to get back up. Pick yourself up. Sometimes it's hard to get back up after hearing no, after seeing denied, after seeing cancelled. Guess what? Purpose cannot die. Purpose cannot die. You are still breathing, still on top of your grave, still living because there is purpose within you that still needs to come forth. It, is, it, it has nothing to do with your age. It has nothing to do with your geographical location. It has nothing to do about the things that you, you think are denying you. You just need to try again. You simply need to try again. And that is really the encouragement for you for me for us today just try again matthew 7 78 i'm just going to go to that as our last reference point and um close out with that one so matthew seven seventy eight says ask and the gift is yours seek and you will discover knock and the door will be open for you for every persistent one will get what he asks for. Every persistent seeker will discover what he longs for. And everyone who knocks persistently will one day find an open door. I like that. This this was from the passion translation. I like that this stress the persistence. Try again. Make we go again. There's a song by, I think it is Prodigal Son or Well What we are going to do? Go to God again. For those who do not understand the dialect, what are we going to do? We are going to go to God again. So we are going to go back to him in prayer. We are going to go back to him in faith. Faith is what moved the mountains. We are going to go back to him in confidence, knowing that, you know what? You have given me this vision. You have given me this dream. It must come to pass. And so, family, I hope that you were encouraged another time. I am encouraged. I hope you were encouraged. I am going to try again. I dare you to try again. And, you know, we will eventually get to the point that we can hear about the testimonies of what you have been successful in doing by virtue of trying again. Love and blessings. I'm out.